everyone. Welcome back to the Sensational Social Hour. It is your host, Sarah. So happy to be here. So excited for episode two of this podcast. We are just getting started and boy, do we have a lot to talk about today. Today, we're going to be talking about setting your intentions and making a to-do list. If you follow me over on Instagram, each morning I enjoy my cup of coffee. I make it on Instagram stories and I always say, make your to-do list and set your intentions. And I get so many DMs from people saying, what does it even mean to set your intentions? How do you set your intentions? So today we're gonna talk about the power of setting your intentions and making the to-do list. So before we get started talking about all of that, I hope that you guys are sitting with a glass of wine ready to have a conversation. We can always continue the conversation over on Instagram. You can follow me, I'll put it down below. It's the it's at Sensational Social Hour. So I always get that wrong, but it's at Sensational Social Hour. I am filming this at 10.30 in the morning. I'm drinking a cup of coffee. I tried to film this two nights ago, but the kids were sleeping. Big B kept on coming up here, interrupting me. I spazzed out on him and I had to shut it down. I was like, I'm not in a good mindset to do this right now. Let me come back and perhaps do it in the morning. Wherever you are, I hope that you're doing amazing. I hope that you're able to relax and enjoy my thoughts on setting intentions and mindset because it really did change my life. Talking about myself previously, I guess to talk about where I am now, I have to go back to who I was before. So I won't go too far back, but I will go back to high school. I was super easygoing, go with the flow, had no clear plan or direction. I rather go to parties and hang out than really actually go to school. But I can remember that each year they would give us this yearly student planner and I always loved it. I would go and get colored pens so that I could decorate it. I would write down the homework just so I could have it fun and bright. God only knows if I actually did the homework. I was not motivated. I did not push myself. I really did not have any desire to do much, which is super sad to say. People would always ask me, like, what are you going to do for college? I was like, I'm not going to college. I'm going to move to Philly and live my best life. There were only two things that I knew that I really wanted for my life, and that was to be a mom and to live in Philly. I knew I wanted to get out of Jersey, and I knew I wanted to be a mom. And if you think about those two things, those are two things that I actually have achieved. So if I would have put my mind to bigger like to bigger goals to bigger desires back then who knows where I would have been but I was okay with living average and I don't like to be like oh you know you need your parents to push you I don't think that your parents can actually push you but my dad was so easygoing he allowed me to do whatever I wanted which I really appreciate and he's a lot older my dad is like almost 80 years old I believe right now so he I was the last of his daughters he raised six kids so by the time it came to me he was done he was tired my mom passed away when I was 10, so he was just raising girls by himself for a long time. And I feel, I guess if we talk about family and stuff like that, I do have some resentment and some issues that I need to work on. But at the time, I just knew that he was done. Like, I, I just knew it. I knew he was tired. I knew that he was done. And I don't know if I took advantage of it, but I used it to my advantage because... I did not want to do much with my life. But I knew that I always enjoyed planning. I knew I always liked it. I just didn't have the action. I was okay with living average. And I was okay with living average for a very long time. And that is one of the scariest parts because a lot of times you don't realize that you're living average when you think, oh, it's normal to live paycheck to paycheck or it's okay. I don't care. I don't want to. The moment I woke up and I realized that truly I hold all the power, as hard as I work is as far as I'm going to get. As much as I want is as much as I'm going to get. 
if you're okay with that, that is what you're going to have. Unless the universe is really good to you and blesses you with the lottery or a rich husband or some type of windfall of money, you don't realize how amazing life can be on the other side until you actually experience it or you become awake to it. The real change for me happened after I had little Bobby because up until then I was still addicted to drugs, not in a good headspace, not living life right. But when I got pregnant with Bobby, it was like an oops moment. It wasn't planned. Um, we were just literally just getting by. Like pro We were probably in like the worst spot in our relationship that we have ever been in like so bad like on the verge of splitting up and then we got pregnant and then I did my whole entire pregnancy we were okay and then I had little Bobby and I realized that it was real I realized that I really wanted change and the most beautiful part of it all is Big B wanted change too so we were both able to change our lives at the same time for the same reason we both knew that we wanted to be good parents we both knew that we wanted more for our son we didn't want to just live average we wanted to be able to give our son more and the only way we were able to do that is if we took on the action of doing more so that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day and I definitely will get into that but once I had little B, I was able to be a stay-at-home mom with him, and that's when I started to really figure out how important schedules are. I think I've written down 60 different schedules, and I have one on a piece of paper that I can post on Instagram if you guys want to see when he was like a little baby. It's like 6 a.m., feed Bobby, 7 a.m., playtime. Like, I knew how important a schedule was, especially to a baby. It was just about doing the action. So once I had my first son, that's when I started to really realize how important action is. I feel like I just keep saying actions, 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 but what does it even mean to set your intentions? So before I even started doing this podcast, I quickly went on to Google just to make sure what I'm thinking setting your intentions is is the same as what other people are thinking. And Google says, intentions mean what you want to accomplish through your actions. It's a promise or a commitment to the journey of moving on and moving up. It's the roadmap and reminder for how to live out each day. And I think this is really powerful when you set your intention for each day. It's basically a promise to yourself of how you're going to treat others and how the world can perceive you. You may have woken up in a bad mood, but you're not going to allow that to knock you off your block for the intentions that you're setting for yourself today. The to-do list is the action. The to-do list are the things that you need to get done every single day. The intentions is how you are going to go about doing those actions. So typically, if I have a day where I know I need to clean the house, I know I got tons of things on my to-do list, I am going to be mindful to not pick up my phone. I'm not going to give my attention to the internet. I'm not going to give my attention to Instagram, to TikTok. I'm going to unplug and put the phone down so that I can get done what I need to get done. If it's a day that you're going to be out and about with your kids, maybe you planned a zoo trip, maybe you know you just want to spend the day with your kids, I am going to be mindful for spending time with my kids. I'm going to be present for my kids. I'm not going to pick up my phone. I'm not going to flee them away, you know? It's just about how you are going to handle the things that you need to get done in that day. And when you say something out loud, it becomes 10 times more powerful. So if you say it to a friend, you say it to yourself, you write it down on a piece of paper, you're now giving it to the universe and the universe knows your intentions. So setting your intentions is just a promise between you and yourself 
of how you want to come off to the world and how do you want the world to portray you. And the world may be one person, the world may be thousands. It just depends on where you are in life and who you're interacting with in your daily life. It's just about being in that right mindset of actually like being intentional with how you are, being intentional with your words, being intentional with your thoughts, being intentional with how you're treating people and how you're letting people treat you. I find a big one if you're trying to work on a relationship, maybe you're trying to work on a relationship with yourself, with your friends, with your family member, with your kids, whoever it is, and you, I'm the type of person, I'll just speak for myself, if you do me wrong, I'm done. I can cut you off like that. Like, doesn't bother me. Like, no, like, literally no skin off of my back. It does not affect me. But if I make an intention to work on this relationship, like, I'm going to work on this relationship with so-and-so, I have to be intentional with how I'm coming off to them and how I'm letting them affect me. So maybe they don't give you the answer that you want. Maybe they don't respond to a phone call. Maybe they speak to you in a way that you don't like. Rather than just cutting them off, you have to make an intention to go and do something different, to be, to have a different action than you typically would. So if you are trying to work on a relationship with yourself, instead of putting yourself down, say to yourself, we're not doing that today. When I pick up my phone and I get on Instagram and I'm like, dang, I look bad and I say it out loud. I say out loud to myself, Sarah, we're not doing that today. We're not putting ourselves down. Once you're in the mindset of where you want to be with your actions, with your thoughts, with your relationships, then you know, like it's, it's easier to check yourself. Protecting your energy at all costs becomes so valuable as we get older because we no longer allow people, places, or things to negatively affect us. We no longer allow people to walk all over us, to use us, to think that we can be used. Your energy is so valuable. It's just as valuable as time, as patience, as I feel like as we get older also, I think it's a much older audience that's listening to this. Like we learn through wisdom. Like how valuable has wisdom become to you? And wisdom just means being aware. You're wise to something. As we get older, we wisen up to the nonsense. We wisen up to the BS that people try to give. So protecting your energy is like protecting your wisdom, protecting your heart, protecting your spirit. And when you do that, you can have such a good day. Setting your intentions and setting your to-do list are just two parts of having a successful day. And I'm like, I don't. I could have all the money in the world. I could go on a lavish vacation. But there's nothing like a successful day. Like when you know, dang, I gave it my all. I had a good day. I was on top of those meals. I fed my kids good. I fed myself what? <laughs> fed myself right you know you just had a good day. So you guys know that I'm super grateful to have Scrub Daddy as a sponsor. So I want to share with you guys when you use code SARAH10, you're able to save money when you shop on the Smile Shop. If you're not familiar with Scrub Daddy, they are one of the most amazing cleaning sponges, one of the most innovative cleaning companies that I've seen around in a while. And so many people have said that they've bought the Scrub Daddy because of me. But one of my favorite sponges from Scrub Daddy is the Scrub Mommy. I also love the Eraser Daddy 10X and the Scour Daddy are some of my favorites. But you can save money when you shop on the Smile Shop and you use code SARAH10 to save some money. So a huge thank you to them for being a channel sponsor and for being so good to me. I'm super grateful to them. So setting your to-do list and making your intentions known 
are only part of how to have a successful day. Let's talk about some other ways that you can have a successful day. The first one being creating a morning ritual. This has been so powerful and it's actually just come to me naturally once I started to think, like read and research about mindset and manifestation and how it actually works works rituals is super important and you might want to call it different things like doing the same thing every morning that's what's important so when i wake up i make my coffee i've drank coffee for years i've always drank coffee but it's about the mindful action behind making the coffee that makes it powerful so when i get up i get my camera i know which coffee i'm going to have i know which recipe i'm going to make and i'm doing it with intention i'm not just waking up hopping out of bed plopping downstairs. It's like, you know, each morning I'm going to do this. And it has helped my soul, but it's also helped other people. I get so many DMs of people saying, it's so relaxing watching you make your coffee. And I know that it's one thing that I'm doing with intention. So whatever you do in the morning, you may wake up and you journal, you may wake up and you read the Bible, you may get up and you may make a cup of coffee. Whatever you're doing, do it with intention. Be mindful of what you're doing, just like the first thing that you do, you wake up and you're mindful of what you're doing. Also, planning the night before. I find that planning your to-do list the night before is not only good for you, but it's good for the family. If you have a bunch of people that take your time, if you're a mom, if you're a wife, if you're a caregiver, if your time is not fully yours, it's so important to plan out your day and to let other people know what you have going on for that day because if not, they're gonna to try to take up all your time. I find at night, if you visualize your perfect day, be in that day, like literally visualize it. Visualization is one of the most powerful ways to get something if you can like feel it in your soul, like feel it in your stomach, that feeling that you get when you think about a good day and you can close your eyes and you can think about it and you can think about the taste of the coffee, the, the feeling of the floor when you wake up in the morning, the, the heat from the sun if you're going to go outside, maybe the sweat from the exercise if you plan to exercise that day. Really visualize how you want your day to go from start to end and then plan all the things that you have to get done within that day. Planning your time is one way for you to claim your time. Because I work from home, I feel like B thinks that I don't do anything and that I'm just a stay-at-home mom. And I'm so grateful because we don't depend on the income that I get from the internet to like pay our bills. It helps, but B covers all of our insurance. He's the main breadwinner. Like anything that's of value, like the kids, I, I, I find like the telling everything that involves the kids, like their health insurance, their benefits, um, the steady paycheck. He makes the most of the money. This is like just fun for me. And it's fun because I can make money doing something that's fun. I, like we, I would never be one of those type of people that just quits and he's like a YouTube husband. I find that to be bizarre. Um, I find that to be, I think there'll be like too much pressure. You know, like that's not the type of pressure. I like that he has his job. I have my job and we can meet in the middle. But with my job being from home, he doesn't think that, like he thinks he can control my time. So when I set my to-do list, it's a way for me to control my time. And then I can factor in all the things that I have to do as a parent, the school drop-off, the school pickup, the grocery shopping. My time as a work-from-home mom is split between my job, myself, 
my kids, my husband, and my house. So all of those things fall onto me. So it's important the night before or even like super early in the morning, I'm planning out what my day is going to be dedicated to. So typically I'll do work stuff in the morning. So if I know I have to film, edit, upload, respond to emails, do all of that kind of stuff, I try to do it in like the first morning block of the day. And then the second the second block, I kind of do like things for the family, things for the house. If I have to grocery shop, clean, pick up the kids, take the kids somewhere, that's typically what I do in the afternoon. But I I am one I am 100% controlling of my time. If it is my time, it is mine. And I don't let him say, oh, can you run and go do this? Oh, can you? Yeah, I can do it when it's not my time. So I find the most valuable thing to do is to do a to-do list, especially if your time is controlled by other people at times. So when it comes to writing the perfect to-do list, I like to do these few things. I always start with the things that I have to do. I go through the list of things that I have to do for my work, for myself, for my kids, and for my house, and I'll put those on the list. Then I like to write something that I would like to do. It may not be something that's of importance or that really needs to get done, but if I have time to do it, this is what I'd like to do. With the things that you have to do, you really want to prioritize the top three things first. You want to make sure that three things that you know have to get done are at the top of the list so that they actually get done. If something can get done tomorrow, sure, you can put it on the list, but you want to make sure that it's at the bottom so that you don't waste time doing things that don't actually have to get done today. Things that have to get done today have to be at the top of the list. Then we do this something that we'd like to do. It might be go picking out a new plant, going to Dollar Tree. Maybe you want to go to Dollar Tree, but it doesn't have to get done today. Don't put that at the top of the list because you're probably just going to go to Dollar Tree because it's going to be much more fun. The fun stuff always at the bottom. And then you want to plan out your healthy habits. You want to plan out your goals. You want to plan out your snacks. You want to plan your exercise. If you truly want to eat better, plan it. If you don't plan it, it's probably not going to get done. That's why meal planning can be so like so beneficial if you want to eat healthy. If you want to eat healthy, you have to make sure that you plan it. If you want to exercise for that day, you have to plan it because if it's not something that's already embedded into your mind, it might not get done. So if you do those three things and you do it the night before, you are on the track to have the most successful day. Let's talk about when you first wake up. When you first wake up, it is so important to come from the place of gratitude. It's like a light switch for your brain. It tells your brain, hey, good morning. We are grateful to be alive. There are people that went to sleep last night that did not wake up. We are grateful just to be here. Are your kids awake? Are they all health, healthy, happy, and okay? I am grateful for my kids and my family being okay. Did you wake up and your lights were on and you had food in your fridge? I am grateful for this coffee that I'm about to have. It could be the most trivial thing. You want to give gratitude if you believe in God, if you believe in the universe, whoever the bigger power is that you believe in, you want to give gratitude to them. It is the light switch for your mind. It's the light switch for your heart. When you wake up today and you're like, fuck, I don't want to be here. I'm miserable. I'm unhappy. I'm depressed. I'm overwhelmed. When you wake I understand it, y'all. I totally get it. It's such a valid feeling. It's a feeling that all of us feel. The majority of us have felt like that before. But a lot of us make the conscious effort to not let those feelings control us, especially first thing in the morning. 
if you feel like you're more of a it's sort like an antagonist like where you're more of like coming from the negative place it's okay but I'm telling you the power is within you you control your thoughts you control your mind you control the way the world perceives you and how you perceive the world so if you have not started y'all I want you to wake up tomorrow morning and say one thing that you're grateful for and it may just be grateful for waking up you may be that low that you're grateful for waking up, but I know where I'm at in my life right now, I can wake up and say 50 things that I'm grateful for because I am so grateful for the little things. I don't got it all. I don't have nothing, y'all. <laughs> don't own a house, got an old car, overweight, losing my hair. Like, girl, I got tons of things I could say that I'm ungrateful for, <laughs> but there are a lot of things that I'm grateful for. The next one, how to have a successful day, eating, y'all. Eating healthy, how, like, you're hungry, you're hangry, you're not going to act right. You're going to be short with people. You're going to be muty, muty, you're going to be moody. You're not going to be right. So make sure you're fueling your soul. Eat good foods. Be mindful of what you're eating. Be intentional with the things that you're eating. I find when I was drinking those smoothies in the morning, I was being intentional with making those smoothies. They tasted great. I would play around with different concoctions and you would feel good throughout the day. The less you eat, I feel like the less your brain has like the fuel to function. And if you're trying to change your mind, you're trying to change your thoughts, you're trying to be more on the positive side, just eating healthy and eating better is always a good place to start. Next, y'all, get to work. You have to actually do the actions. All those things that you put on the to-do list, now it's up to you to actually do. Start small. If you have something on your to-do list, brushing your teeth, dropping your kids off at school, or maybe just putting in a load of laundry, start there. Check it off. The check mark for me is crucial. I love to see that check mark. It makes me feel good when I know that I've gotten something done on my to-do list. Just check it off. Boom. It may be something super small, but that one small action can lead you now to the next action. Also, I find when I post it on social media, it helps to hold me accountable. So maybe you have a friend that you can text. Maybe you can tell your husband what your plan is for today. Or, hey, you can always send me a DM. If you want me to help hold you accountable, send me a DM with your to-do list and we'll check it off together. Sometimes other, it depends on your personality. I find that when I post it on social media, it helps to hold me accountable. So I like saying it out that way. But check it off. It helps a lot. The next thing to do is unplug. And this is where I struggle, y'all. We could talk about this for a long time. I have great intentions, but when it comes to unplugging, because I feel like I work on the internet and my job is on the internet, like I can just mindlessly scroll on Instagram, on TikTok, like I don't know time, and I think I could spend eight hours on the phone in a day. That is disgusting. That is gross. That is an area that I need a lot of work in. I feel like I have, I'm like really good with like the mindset, with the to-do list. I got that down. Unplugging and actually really doing the action is where I need to be held accountable. You need to set out a time where you allow yourself to scroll. You may be that type of person because I know I can be like that too. First thing in the morning, you get up and you're looking on your phone. If you feel like that is a catalyst to you being on your phone all day, do not pick up your phone. Set your phone down, play an audiobook, play music, 
I think this is one of the best things that helped me because when I don't actually have my phone in my hand, I'm not really looking for it. But the moment that I put my phone in my hand, I'm looking to see nothing on Instagram, nothing on TikTok. I don't go on Facebook. I actually despise Facebook. I don't know why, but I just hate it like with a passion and then they did this update and then it looks different and I really hate it <laughs> I don't go on Facebook but I can watch YouTube videos and I'll look at comments what you're consuming is so important the things that you're consuming visually and listening to throughout the day really can affect if you have a good day or a bad day you can look at something and it can instantly put you in a bad mood you can look at someone's post and maybe they're copying you or you're envious of them or you don't like that person that's why i feel like facebook is so dang on toxic because you see a bunch of nonsense about people you don't really care too much about i just stay off of there <laughs> but if you look at people's lives and maybe you feel like damn i wish i had that dang why don't i look like that oh i want this relationship so bad because they look like they're perfect knowing dang well that they're not Looking at all that stuff can really shift your mindset throughout your day. So it's important that you're consuming things that uplift, empower, motivate, and inspire. That's why I feel like I'm always talking about audiobooks because like the self-help audiobooks helped me so much. And I don't like take every single one of them word for word. Like I have to do this. I have to do that. Even like the Oprah Super Soul Sunday, that's a good thing to listen to. Because it's other people's stories of how to uplift and inspire other people. Because if you can stay in that positive vibration, in that positive mindset, it's a lot harder for things to really negatively affect you. So I would highly, highly, highly recommend listening to some audiobooks. And I will post some of my favorites over on Instagram if you guys want to listen. And the last of all is getting sleep. Sleep is so important. Important. And I mean a good sleep schedule. And a good sleep schedule equals a good sleep routine. You know, if you're going to bed at two o'clock every single night and you're waking up at seven every single day, it's going to be harder for you to have a good amount of rest. And maybe that's how you thrive. But I know for myself, the more I sleep, the better I sleep at night, the better day I can have the next day. That may mean that you have to do a good bedtime ritual, and we can talk about that in another video in depth if you want to, but there are certain things that I do every single night that helps my mind turn off, and if your mind is not turning off, then you really need to sit with yourself and maybe start journaling what's going on. Maybe you need to have a drink with a friend and talk about what's happening. Maybe you need to talk with your husband if something is bothering you. I truly believe, maybe unless you just have some real big sleep issues, if you're having a hard time turning off your mind, then something is happening. And that's just a bigger question. You know, like, not, not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. But I can remember when I was, like, the heaviest in my addiction. Like, not living right. Living suit, doing the most shadiest stuff. Like, like just a terrible person. I was a horrible person. I was a selfish person. I was disgusting, okay? Those were the times that I slept the worst, when my conscience was, conscience was not clear, when I wasn't doing the right thing, when I wasn't living how I wanted to be living, when I wasn't making good choices. When you're always, your mind is constantly going, maybe there are some things that need to happen, some change that needs to happen in your life. And it's important to be mindful of that. And it's okay. We all go through it. It's like, but 
a good night's sleep is also part of the key for having a successful day. So you don't want to stay up late every single night. And sometimes that's the only time as parents, if you're a mom or you have little kids, that's the only time that you can have me time. And that is totally fine. But you want to make sure that it's not an every night thing because sleep is key. Sleep, food, and mental health, they all go equally together, you know? And I feel like exercise too. I feel like with the kids, if like they don't exercise throughout the day, they'll be up at like 10 o'clock at night, like trying to run around and play. I'm like, well, you better go outside early in the day. But then that's up to me, you know, to push them to go outside. But sleep is super important. So those are all the things. Well, those are just a few things I would say that I think are key for having a successful day. But having a successful day means setting your intentions and making your to-do list. Those are the two key things for me and my morning ritual, I feel like. But if you want to have a successful day and you want to have a good day and you want to feel really good about yourself, even if you're in your lowest point of life, I totally understand. Maybe if things are just so bad and you're not feeling good and you're like, ugh, put one thing on that to-do list. One thing. Get out of bed. Check. It's done. You've accomplished something and you can feel good about yourself. And the next day, put two. And then the day after that, put three. But the power comes from within us. Nobody is going to hand us anything. The moment I realized that is the moment that I started to push myself further and harder than I ever did. The power is in us. Nobody is going to give us anything. Nobody is going to give us the happy relationship. Nobody is going to give us the stable friendship. Nobody is going to give us the perfect job, the biggest house, the nicest car. If the things that you desire out of life are things that are more material, nobody is going to give you the money (laughs) to buy those things, okay? It's going to be very hard for somebody for you to find that person that has enough money to bless you with all those things. If you're looking for a happy relationship, a a sound friendship, if the things that you're looking for are more spiritual, nobody's going to be able to give you that either. You're going to have to work on yourself, heal your heart. Make sure that you're a good friend. People want good friends but aren't good friends. Do you know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's all in us, and it's super important that we're aware of that. So today I want you guys to go out, sit down by yourself in a quiet space, and visualize your perfect day. Close your eyes, feel it in your soul, from your fingertips to your toes, what it would feel like to have the best day ever. And it's okay if it's material things. And it's okay if it's not material things. You go out, my perfect day would be getting dressed, having a cup of coffee, putting on a cute outfit, going on a date with my husband, whatever the things are. Really visualize it. Think about how you're going to feel, the way you're going to act, the questions you're going to have. All of those things will allow for you to actually feel what you want to feel when you're having a successful day. So I think that's about it for episode two. If you guys want to continue the conversation over on Instagram, I'll be over there. And if you guys could please rate this podcast, it would help me out so very much. I would really be appreciative of it. As always, you guys, it is never too late to change. Regardless if you're super young and just starting out in life, or if you're older, been there, done that, If you want change, you're okay to change, but the change has to start with us. We have to change our mindsets, we have to change our hearts, and we have to do some real action to see the change. I love you, I hope you're all safe, happy, and healthy, and I will see you guys next week for another episode. Bye you guys.